when the, the sudden death etc happens at the very early duration very early stage of this policy typically if you see the highest rate of sudden deaths or discontinuance it happens during the first five year of a policy right. so at that time if you are planning to provide more benefits higher benefits to the policy holder your affordability towards in expenses and towards paying the other i mean latter duration survival benefits or maturity benefits it reduces but overall i find whatever is my sense is that mostly companies will try to adjust it in by reducing expenses at which happens at their own right and also to some extent it may impact the latter duration survival benefits or maturity benefits The Insurance Regulatory and Development Authority of India IRDAI on December 12, 2023 released an exposure draft proposing a host of changes. Among various other changes suggested is the measure proposed to increase the surrender value of non-linked policies. The 28-page document also lists down various other proposals and has requested all stakeholders to forward their comments and suggestions by 3 Jan 2024. The main objective of the proposed draft regulations is to facilitate insurers to respond faster to the emerging market needs, to promote ease of doing business, to improve insurance penetration, to protect the policyholders' interests by enabling insurers to adopt good governance while deciding and pricing the products. The aim also is to enable insurers to ensure sound and responsive management practices for effective oversight and adequate due diligence with regard to insurance products including innovative products considering the interests of policy holders. But what are the regulations? Why is it being proposed and how will this benefit policy holders? You're listening to the brand new episode of Insuring India, a podcast by Digit Insurance, and I am your host Sabri Saran. Stay with me for this wonderful conversation with Sabya Sachi Sarkar, appointed actuary of Go Digit Life Insurance, as we dig deeper into the IRDAI's new exposure draft and take you through the intricacies of the proposed changes. How are things structured currently? Why are the changes being proposed and how will it benefit especially you? the policy holder listen in Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. Thank you. Thank you Sabri. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. So Sabya as I mentioned in my intro as well the plan is to discuss the exposure draft released by the IRDA on December 12. For our listeners who might not know how insurance industry works can you quickly explain what is an exposure draft and what is typically the purpose of it? Yeah certainly. So exposure draft is basically before introducing any regulations which will be applicable by the IRDA that is our regulator insurance regulator across the industry they want to have the public opinion 
and particularly the expert opinion there are several actuaries our actuarial institute and the other institute they want to have the how people are thinking over it it is you can say uh, it is a mutual discussion stage where we can suggest any change so through exposure draft basically the regulator put into uh, make it available to all the how they are thinking about the current in, or the future insurance industry to move towards and accordingly they prepare an exposure draft which they circulate and sometimes they also frame an expert committee under guidance or under the purview of the regulator itself they come up with an draft this is what the suggestion they provide ki that is what i want to bring i want to take our insurance industry towards this line this is the exposure draft right. and after issuing that exposure draft generally they give some time for the common people including all to uh, give a, their opinion or how they are thinking about this exposure draft which has been issued and where if they have any objection or any alternative thinking on its with rational everybody needs to get back to irda again after they receive all the opinion all the comments all the objections to the exposure draft they again reassemble and they again go through each and every one of this and if they feel ki something is required to be changed in the exposure draft itself right. they make that change and uh, certainly after that it goes for notification and once notified it becomes the regulation of the land just i am giving you one example suppose in 2015 there was one minimum surrender value regulation which came into the market right. so at the exposure stage itself that line was omitted ki whatever will be the premium percentage of that will be the guaranteed surrender value right. but they did not consider ki if any survival benefit already has been paid so they were not that was not considered in the into the exposure right. and there were several comments made uh, and one comment went to the then excite life which includes ki bhai you have to reduce it to the extent of any survival benefit which has been already paid so in the final stage it was included and then finally it was not so this is basically the life uh, uh, life stage of an exposure draft so finally in with due course of time the exposure draft will be converted into the regulation with necessary changes amendment or addition whatever is as per the market fit right understood so sabhi i want to first talk about the changes proposed in lowering surrender changes for non par life insurance products because in this particular exposure draft that seems to be the talk of the town and i also want to talk about this extensively so can you explain what are the changes proposed and if you can also talk about how the surrender charges are structured current yeah so basically you know insurance is a little complicated financial product and particularly when it is coming under non linked platform there everything is embedded into one packet so segregating what is the risk part what is the savings part etc are too difficult and may not be feasible at any time right. our all current act regulation also recognizes that that is why you will find the traditional product the gst rule is different it is not 18% of the whole premium whenever there is any savings component right because they recognize some portion of the premium is for the savings component and some portion is for the risk part that is the life cover or whatever contingency are being covered through that product right so basically this current surrender change proposed whatever has been proposed to the exposure draft 
आई फाइंड इट एज इफ दैट इज अ स्टेप टू वर्ड सेग्रीगेटिंग दैट प्रीमियम इन टू दिस टू पार्ट दैट इज ईच एंड एवरी प्रीमियम फॉर ए पर्टिकुलर पॉलिसी ट्रेडिशनल पॉलिसी विच इज नॉट अंडर लिंक प्लेटफॉर्म दे आर ट्राइंग टू सेग्रीगेट अंडर रिस्क एंड अंडर नॉन रिस्क नॉन रिस्क मीन सेविंग पोर्सन and as rightly said ki they have mentioned ki naturally people should not expect ki something will be debited or something will be deducted in the name of any charge out of their savings component out Correct. of the savings component of that premium right naturally some in that line if you think for an unit link platform there whatever premium is allocated to the unit fund that is the savings component Correct. and naturally you ha- even there also some portion is subject to surrender charge but that is a very low portion low amount which is to be charged towards any early surrender Correct. naturally whenever any surrender happens it is a, there are several impact which happens to insurance companies and also it happens to the insured that is the life assured who are taking the policy right so current regulation i will say the existing regulation in the with respect to this surrender charge or anything for traditional product possibly the angle of view or the view point of the individual customers were not considered uh, in in such a favorable manner which they have tried to make it and they are telling ki indirectly although indirectly that the name they have not added they are have added different nomenclature like threshold premium or something right. so any premium up to the threshold it is similar to at least if not equal it is similar to the savings component of the premium which has been given which has been paid by the policy holder concerned and the balance part is the pure insurance part Right. typically in any insurance product particularly life insurance product there are two components which are linked to it two part which are linked to it right. one is the pure insurance where it depends upon contingency if you die if you have the accidental death if you have some illness etc long term right. so that is the contingency premium and other than then that which is a savings traditionally in india historically if you see life insurance uh, in life insurance basically the savings part has become an integral part most of the policies it is it offers type earlier day it was earlier days it was similar to any endowment policy that is the benefit if you die or survive type right so that was the traditional platform com, com, very common in india so in that line even today after in a, somewhere between 2010 before 2010 unit link was very popular but again this uh, this space is growing so i think it is a very very timely move from our regulator side and they are practically trying to keep the interest of the particular policy holder who are practically staying staying with us who are who are practically choosing the uh, insurance product traditional insurance product which is not purely the risk product which is risk and savings component all are put together right. they are trying to keep the interest or uphold the interest of that policy holders which was not uh, there in this form earlier understood but i also want to understand sabya like is it good news for policy holders you uh, spoke about the surrender charge that existed earlier so is it not likely to encourage people to surrender the policy yeah that is a very relevant question definitely what i believe personally it may not be same uh, belief for everyone what i believe surrendering happens in two form 
one mostly is ki the need changes during the time of the policy policy time during the policy tenure the need of the customer based on which the policy was taken that changes Correct. so he finds no interest to continue this policy this is one and second also happens ki it is the unaffordability part right. that is the premium what he has he promised for a 10 year policy premium paying term which he one or two premium he might have given very easily and after that he finds it becomes unaffordable and in our current regulation uh, practically there is very little scope of uh, changing the premium as per his required uh, as per his revised uh, affordability so yeah. that is also one thing and thirdly it is definitely the follow up which happens but that part has uh, come out uh, to be ne- almost negligible in the recent years where all the insurance companies i think they actively follow up for any renewal renewal pay, premium collection etc so if you exclude the last point that is the follow up issue which has been which has broadly been addressed now which i believe right other than that it remains the affordability and it remains the changing the need etc but at the on the other side when a policy is getting surrendered there is a loss to the financial companies ultimately whatever is the premium received that amount is being distributed among in uh, among the policy holders in form of various benefits like death benefit like uh, surrender benefit like survival benefit right. and the related expenses incurred by the company which includes commission as etc as well right now the total amount of premium remains the same now it is the matter how you are uh, structuring the benefit if you give more death benefit if you give more survival benefit naturally your uh, capacity to afford higher surrender benefit reduces correct and vice versa so i think overall it will not change much but definitely when the the surrender etc happens at the very early duration very early stage of this policy typically if you see the highest rate of surrenders or discontinuance it happens during the first 5 year of a policy right so at that time if you are planning to provide more benefits higher benefits to the policy holder your affordability towards in expenses and towards paying the other i mean later duration survival benefits or maturity benefits it reduces but overall i find whatever is my sense is that mostly companies will try to adjust it in by reducing expenses at which happens at their own right and also to some extent it may impact the later duration survival benefits or maturity benefits unless the reality comes in it becomes a reality unless we find any product new product uh, which are compliant to this new product regulations it is very difficult to comment with 100% accuracy or surety at this so let us also see let us also try to see what happens subsequently and i feel whatever happens if policy holders will benefit out of it right understood we have actually covered the whole uh, surrender charges proposal in detail but there are actually a lot of other things mentioned in the ex- exposure draft as well and i'm not sure if this is a new concept or it existed before but there is also mention of having a new index linked insurance product so can you explain what this is and is it similar to index funds that we know of in mutual funds yeah sabri it is to some extent similar but not exactly like let me give you uh, the current position and as well as what is proposed under index linked fund right let us say 
a current and, and traditional non-participating product where everything is guaranteed. Right. Whatever happens, whatever be the market performance, whatever be the performance of the insurance company, whatever guarantee which has been made to the particular policyholder at the time of issuance, you it has to be fulfilled. There is no deviation out from that. Correct. Yeah. The second version, I think you can understand that is the unit link. Whatever money is be, uh, the premium which are being paid by the policyholder, net of allocation charge, the remaining money is invested into various funds, unit funds created by the company. And as per the market performance, and mar- not market, as per the performance of those funds which have been created by the company, it moves. Correct, yeah whatever will be the benefit and but mostly it is the survival benefits and sometimes some death benefit also or the contingency benefits are also linked to it right and if you see another thing is the participating uh, product concept they are also it is in between these two neither 100% guaranteed not fully linked with the particular the internal investment unit link investment funds which have been created it is in between something these two you can say it is some blend between these two concepts where policyholders generally they don't have any inside risk but a limited upside potential they enjoy through the participating fund. Now this index link product it is a new concept which I believe has been brought into this regulation again into in this exposure trap. It is basically is telling ki how the fund will perform, how the your savings component, particularly the savings component, how it will be, how it will perform in future. Right. It is not mandatory that insurance companies has to separately set up this in fund which will track this thing, which will track the particular index. Suppose if it is a nifty, right. if if some company is telling ki your maturity value growth or the growth of your premium will be say 60% of your nifty growth. So the savings component that is the savings component of it, it will grow with an 60%, it will track 60% of the index link fund. It may not be 100%, percentage can vary over this, but it is not fully like guaranteed, neither it is fully like what we discussed under unit link platform, it is solely dependent upon the performance of your internal fund. So your that so for unit link fund, it is a separate fund has to be set up, and whatever is the fund uh, investment guidelines is uh, decided of that fund, the all the policyholders who are investing into that particular unit link fund, they will get that benefit. Here it is not mandatory. You have to set up the separate fund, but you have to give the guarantee. Ki how your future savings component, future survival benefits, etc., how it will perform. Right. So that is called the index link and it, you have to link it with an external index. Right. It, uh, like unit link, it is linked to our internal index. Correct. Like that, it has to be linked with some external index and it may not be 100% of that index. It can be various percentage as per the product you are choosing. and. The owners is lying to the insurance companies. They have to manage their investment and any all other risks so that, I mean, tracking or the whatever has been guaranteed, promised benefit which has been guaranteed, that they are able to justify, they are able to comply with those guarantees which has been provided. I think I've understood the concept behind it. And I think it's a 
great product i think it will be interesting to see how the actual product pans out yeah yeah uh, it is basically the risk is also not to that extent of a uh, of a guaranteed traditional product here all the risks are lying with the company here correct unit link practically all the investment risk are borne by the particular customer by right. the particular policy holders they are bearing as an insurance company they don't bear any risk there but this index link fund is somewhere in between you can you can assume safely right understood sabhi i also want to talk about the minimum sum assured on death being reduced for uh, 50 years and above from seven times that existed earlier to five times of the annual premium so i actually just want to understand from you what is the thought behind this and how will this actually benefit a senior person who's 50 and above yeah that's a very relevant question at this point of time if you see a particular life stage of a insure of a person if you see at after crossing the age 80 etc generally the financial stability you should expect higher than at okay. 25 or early 30s of a particular person so there the with the given financial stability the basic requirement of buying an insurance is high heavy mane more weighted towards the savings component yes i want to have some uh, life cover also for the elder person like say 50 or 55 he wants a cover but by the time most of his personal liabilities towards his family etc it is somehow or other it has been taken care of right so but the need for savings and particularly when our this pension market in india it is not so so common or so widespread naturally all the people in our country beyond 50 years generally they start start thinking on the savings component heavily more with the giving a more weightage where they find the savings part is more important possibly due to in their future retired life etc right now as i told ultimately the total affordability of total benefit which an insurance company can afford is goes in three forms one is death one is survival one is maturity Correct. so the total amount which he can provide it will be among these three it will be distributed now if you reduce the death benefit component that means the benefit what you will be giving in towards death benefit if you reduce that naturally the capacity to provide survival benefit or maturity benefit it will increase so basically it, it is more designed towards uh, addressing the need for the savings part it is not the risk part risk part the, the requirement is reduced and it is being compensated or offsetted by the higher uh, savings component part that is the investment requirement right. and the other relevant part is also where it is coming now in the last i mean income tax act there also if any policy premium exceeds 5 lakh naturally there is no rebate on the maturity benefit in terms of uh, in, in income tax etc which were Correct. otherwise earlier there so basically i will say this is a flexibility which has been given to the concerned policy holder by our regulator they are trying if you don't require that much of life cover means if your need for your life insurance has reduced this particular provision will allow the insurance company to design a product where the need of insurance or the or the or the proportion of benefit which going to the pure life cover insurance part it will reduce and 
it will have a matching uh, increase in the survival benefit or to the savings component of the particular policy which i think is a good move because uh, if naturally if uh, that tax benefit also is a very big thing for all insurance product but anyhow beyond 5 lakh it is not there and also the need for tax etc that uh, that is more relevant at the younger ages so i think uh, taking consider uh, into consideration these aspects the irda or our regulator has tried to little uh, be flexible so that it the, the policy holder changing policy holder needs can be addressed in a more uh, more better form understood i think sounds more logical also sabhi there are also changes suggested to micro insurance products and i'll be honest i am only starting to learn things about insurance and honestly i did read the changes but i don't think i also fully understood it so can you first explain to our listeners and especially for me what micro insurance is first and then if you can take us through the changes that have been proposed in it yeah yeah so basically micro insurance uh, just let me uh, try to give some background you know insu- life insurance particularly it is little uh, more costly manner or the related associated expenses are little higher than any general insurance companies correct because yeah. here your as i told it is not only the pure insurance insurance plus investment both correct. the components are uh, plays a role here so basically apart from the pure insurance part you have to manage the investment part also and to manage it you have to have a very robust system of controlling everything starting from risk management to all operational aspect correct so yeah. naturally the level of expenses are little higher in a life insurance and than any other insurance companies if you see that is the even if you see the capital minimum capital requirement regulations etc they also recognizes it the minimum capital requirement for a life insurance company is higher than the other insurance companies right so when your i will say overhead and other expenses increases naturally you cannot afford to allow product with a small ticket size because your fixed cost will not be recovered from a small ticket size etc so that is why in our country if you see given the given the level of income in our country etc a substantial portion of our population they were not included into the life insurance coverage that is the that is the situation which was there earlier i will say early 2000 or so Right. that was the situation because insurance was limited to the only affluent section of the society broadly you can say income level higher income level of the society because right. the small ticket size policies were not feasible at that time right and there were capital requirements solvency requirement there were many other parts which were there imposed by the regulatory side also to address this higher risk so the cost ultimately was increased right now in mid early 2000 uh, this thing at period our regulator also came into uh, came through this concept basically it is the main objective is to allow or to include those section of the society into the uh, umbrella of in life insurance 
so that is the micro insurance where you are you will be allowed to have products which are small ticket size which where benefit will be small naturally you don't expect the higher section of the society will be included there like for example right now the limit is 2 lakh some assured right. so the uh, contingency benefit will be limited to 2 lakh so with that this micro insurance concept works and naturally with the encouragement of the regulator all the companies are encouraged to design the product to address the micro insurance maybe at stand alone basis the policies will be difficult to sustain or to justify the overhead cost of the company but collectively if you think some most of the portions are uh, being covered there and our expense of management regulations also allow for some relaxation and other regulations also allow for some relaxation so that the insurance can be offered at a lower cost or lower cheap rate like that right. so broadly if you see this is the micro insurance area earlier also micro insurance areas were there it 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 mid 2000 actually it came into indian context but currently what has been changed the major thing is that it has changed the distribution type who can distribute how it can be distributed some relaxation has been given because you know the insurance companies particularly the life insurance companies a significant portion goes through the distribution towards the distribution cost right. so if you can ease the distribution like one example i can give you that is pmjjby pradhan mantri bima yojana which yes. has come into place they are also at very cheap rate at very low underwriting cost etc it could be afforded by the insurance companies and definitely it, it was a success because the government actively participated into it and the government encouraged those section or those through various channel like banks etc bank post office etc right. to so that the, the the scope of the insurance increases okay. now i think our insurance penetration has increased to a great extent simply through the usage of micro insurance and current the regulation that what the exposure draft which has come it has simply broaden little uh, the the scope of the micro insurance little bit and particularly it has tried to even simplify or ease the distribution portion so once this regulation is notified that is when it becomes a regulation real regulation then we, i am expecting to see few new innovative micro insurance product also which will be there included in the market and available in the market got it i think it will help solve the whole insurance penetration that currently india deals with if not fully definitely partially it will address and i hope ki with this changes our penetration will increase and the and the lower section of the society they will be able to afford insurance they will become they will come under the umbrella of insurance cover because right. if you see fully very honestly once the breadwinner is not there probably those section of the society they are impacted at the highest order correct yeah true not similar to any affluent section of the society so possibly it is being a move which is trying to keep, include them also into the umbrella of insurance ambit of insurance and it is more for the social security aspect also it will be much beneficial what i believe correct got it so we i think we have covered the draft quite in detail and it is actually an extensive document i'll 
just leave you with this last one question are there any other significant changes from the perspective of policy holder that one should know about basically the framework of this new exposure draft it, it is again the earlier product regulation that is 2019 2013 etc right yes some changes have been made and some changes have been suggested actually through this exposure draft but uh, here i feel uh, the more uh, more importance have been given from to the policy holders aspects and directly or indirectly the insurance companies will try to reduce the cost to to reduce the expenses and to include more and more people of the more section of the society which are otherwise not being considered in such a serious note or may may not may, might not have included at all i think that will increase and uh, the penetration of insurance definitely will go and it is a customer friendly manner which is coming here several things have been proposed and we have to just wait and watch key ultimately in the notification stage how much is coming and with with that with the few the new insurance products which will be coming post uh, the regulations are implemented we are ex- uh, very positively i am excited to see any positive changes uh, over the over the market right i think we'll all wait for the exposure draft comments and then subsequently this becoming a regulation thank you sabya and thank you so much for discussing this entire draft in detail and breaking this whole thing for us i'll let you go now thank you for joining us on the insuring india podcast and also doing it on such short notice thank you thank you sabri any time you are most welcome for any such type of thank you thank you thank you so much we hope you enjoyed this conversation and liked our explainer series under insuring india podcast we hope to break things down for you as much as possible and simplify a lot of concepts in our coming episodes that's all on this episode folks do subscribe to us to keep getting notified whenever we drop something new thank you and see you next time